Welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust Podcast. My name is Malik Howard. How will we say this? We have another special guest. Uh, we have Khadijah Green in the building. One of my close friends from Salisbury got me through the, those those difficult and, and rough times there. Um, and she came into the pod. But before we get started, I wanted to take the time and say um, go out and go buy that In Those We Trust merch, those pins, those stickers. Uh, y'all see the website um, is up in the bio. It's below as well in the description. Um, and go support. And I, oh, and I thank all those that have supported already. Can you still hear? Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, I need to buy mine. Nah, it was just my headphones cut out. Um, but, yeah, so I'm trying to think of where you want to begin. Because we've always had these conversations, like, on our own time. And it was really towards the end of the semester. Yeah, when we had to, like, prepare for finals life. <laughs> and <laughs> prepare self-destruct. For, yeah, for life. Um, but we would sit there. We would have all these conversations. I, yo, really, our topics were definitely um, unpopular opinions. Like 100%. We would, <laughs> we would sit there and just be like, unpopular opinion. I don't vibe with this. Um, but I don't know if I want to attack what we were talking about because I don't want it to, to attach Same. to someone. Um, I feel like if we leave out names. Okay. All right. So we could just talk about the topic. Okay. Okay. So the topic, I guess, would be um, workplace and uh, your, I guess, morals and the way you... Spiritual beliefs. Yeah. And how you believe and how does that align and where does that touch in the subject of in-work balance, right? Um, Within the social media component as well. Cause that's the component I can set it off. There's no issue with, you know, it being your own lifestyle, religious, you know, sexuality, anything like that outside of it. But once it kind of, I think, becomes public, you know, social media, that's where it yeah. takes its dip. I agree. I think social media gives everyone, like, a platform to yeah. say their opinions that may not necessarily need to be put yeah, you're right. on said platform. Yeah, I think, all right, so my my take, I would say, on it is... I, I think you represent anywhere you work. I don't give a fuck if you work for McDonald's. You mm-hmm. still represent someone. Um, so if you and we're definitely seeing, I guess now more in the cancel culture. So you have to be very careful of what cancel you say. On stop. It's just, um, I completely agree with you. Everything I, needs is getting canceled. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not gonna lie. I agree with you too because I think a lot of like what we do post is gonna get seen, and it's just like this. Like no one is allowed to have an opinion anymore. And it, so many times, you know, just taking out of context that it just doesn't provide the right outlet for everyone. And no one takes in, like, what they say. So I think workplace, you should be able to do what you want and live how you feel. But now is when the work knows exactly how you feel and it begins to be um, public. And that's where I have, like, the pushback. Yeah, I think social media has become more strategic. Like, you have to... um keep in mind your intention on any social media platform like if you're on facebook for your family and stuff and you want to connect with them you shouldn't be posting like these bizarre things that attack members of your family yeah like you have to like be super intentional like if you're on instagram for whatever stick with that if you're on facebook for whatever stick with that like don't just use it as this platform to speak your beliefs especially when you're in a specific work environment yeah. Where you have people on your social media yeah. that directly attack them. Yeah. Now, uh, you're, you're definitely hitting it on the head because we definitely went through so much training. I remember when I would go through, like, RA training, it was like, yo, people monitor your social media. And there was actually an RD. Um, dang, yo, I keep having to sneeze one of the pot. It's like, take time. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was a dude i've been having to sneeze so much like the last episode um but and he went through training and he posted and it was like someone speaking about like the black lives matter and there's someone being professional and everyone in the room he was like asking he was like would you guys want to see your employee if you're the boss if you, and you see them posting this and it was like a divide it wasn't just like and this is like in in, in um college so this is around like you know the trump and all that going on mm-hmm. and this is in training so and it was already running the training and James, like, posted it, and, like, half the room was like, yeah, I wouldn't care. The other half was like, I don't think you should be putting your political views out there, right? Though that That's a little different. I don't necessarily think the Black Lives Matter movement itself is political. But what, I think you, it's, what, what, it's what, what he was saying, what he was saying in it was, like, a political take on it. Um, I forget the context on it yeah. exactly. I'm not going to remember his exact phrasing. But 
what it was was it was since the room was divided he was like this was me like i made this post but it was hidden like who who made the post mm-hmm. he's like i made this post so it was like you need to walk that fine line it's a fine line of you know yeah. making your stance on the movement but then going to the above i think anything for the betterment of people or groups you're is, right is, is yeah. good yeah. so like black lives matter like stop asian hate like yeah. per becoming an ally for all these various groups if yeah. you're posting something like that i don't i think any company employer would get behind that yeah if it's doing the opposite like if, if you're if you're becoming part of like that hate then then you're you're problematic but what if that person doesn't look at it as hate? what they look like this is just my beliefs because of my religion it doesn't i think perspective always has to be a factor yeah like even if they 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 in their heart of hearts they believe that but like also in the case of like religious stuff you're only choosing one side of that faith. Like you're only choosing the con- the ca- condemnation part. Like okay. and that that's just like and that's not ideal. It's not what what you're supposed to be. Okay. Spewing. That's like that's why it's a it's a double edged sword because there are people who are saying like I'm spiritual. Like this is what I believe. But yeah, but you're only showing this part, which is what everyone sees. There's like no, I can't I can't mess with Christians because they're like that, and that's not. Okay. It's not it's not the goal. I, I guess, but like all right, when I look at myself, I'm like, yo, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. And like there's always hot takes on that, right? Like you're like, how can you be spiritual without having like religion backing? I have a relationship with God. I'm not necessarily because re- when you think of religion, you think of like So the you wouldn't consider yourself religious? No. What? No, because I go to church. I, I think okay. it's I think it's um I think it's fine. Because I, I think of myself as, like, a new age Christian because I okay. have, like, a, a plethora of beliefs. But I think the main focus is, like, a relationship versus religion. Because religion is, like, just rules. It's just a bunch of rules you have to follow. Yeah. Which rules can be okay, but there yeah. are some rules that are just Extreme, not of course, yeah. But I, okay, like, when you have this relationship with, like, God, right? Mm-hmm. And you see, like, you know, like... I will never be able to, uh, maybe later in my life, but I won't be able to, like, you know, come up with a scripture the way you may be right now. Uh, you know the Bible, I would get, say, front, front and back. Like, that's you know, not no. Reli- I, I guess. If you see religion. No, I no, think- no, I'm not saying that's religious. Oh, that doesn't I, yeah. make you religious. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, I find myself being spiritual. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when I do see certain people who are, like, mad religious and they're, like, mm-hmm. you know, being gay is not right. And I'm, like, yo, like that to me in itself is like we are going against the meaning of like religion and being for all people on that topic i think a lot of christians can be misinformed okay. and i think um when it comes to those like hot button topics yeah you really really have to be intentional with your education okay before you even speak on the matter yeah, yeah i yeah. think a lot of people see like oh in the bible it says being gay is wrong it also says you shouldn't have tattoos yeah. you shouldn't have piercings yeah. and like yeah so like what you can't pick and choose what part of the bible you yeah. want to emphasize and what part you don't so i really think it's a matter of like societal expectations because it's a mixture of like society and religion and all these other components that make it seem like this one is bad. Like no sin outweighs the other. Yeah, you brought that up. That's and that's like, something you said that I really like value. I was like, like that's so true. But. Yeah, no sin outweighs the other. So people um go around and ask like, do you believe in like gay marriage or do you think gay people should do this and that? Like, are you going around saying do you believe lying is wrong? Yeah, no, yeah. no one does that. So yeah. like people just need to stop asking that question and stop imp- ooh, and stop emphasizing like gay people are bad because that's not true and that's not what should be taught and that's not what if you really 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 know the heart of any faith or religion Mm -hmm. that's not that's not the goal but then do you do you think that being like be being gay cannot get you into heaven you're you're asking if i think if you're gay you can't get into heaven yeah i don't believe that like I don't believe I don't believe that you being gay means you're not getting to heaven. Okay, okay. I yeah, like, like, I, 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 well, okay. I'm not saying you're gay. Like <laughs> just like the people like like the idea of being gay is a choice. It blows my mind. That 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 statement blows my mind. Okay, I want to see where. Like, why would you choose like to have? That's like saying, oh, you chose to be black. Why would you put yourself in a in a situation or a space where yeah. you're gonna get attacked or you're gonna feel less than? Oh, uh, okay, I see what you're saying. I see like, what you're saying. It, it's not a choice. Just yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't think that it's me personally. And we talked about talked about this with um, 
um, Edward again. He came on for Pride mm-hmm. Month, and we talked about it. And I was like, "Yo, I think people like it was like that. Are you? Do you think people are born gay?" Yes. And I, I said, "Yeah, like I, I believe people are born gay because why would you choose like 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 you said? Why would you? Why would I just do this because I want to like, go through all this shit? Yeah, and it's not why something would I, I make like. My life hard. Yeah. Why would I? And why would I do something I don't like just because it sounds like it's something that's extra? Um, but I feel like it's always a hot take of like people like nowadays like laws and things like that like controlling people who who live their certain way and i don't know like i that's where i have my heart stance when it comes to religion uh is like when i when i when i do go to churches and like when i was in salisbury i i like the your church was questionable it it was but at the same time it like it wasn't like i was like yo i i i love like the way he's giving his word mm-hmm. you know what i mean i i love like you know like what he's preaching and things of that nature but it was then he took it to another level. It was like and I was like, What the hell, man? Like, why would I find a church and find something that I I feel at home? Mm-hmm. There's something that comes out. You know, and I, I went to another um church here in Camden and I was there, I, I loved it. And I was like and I was pretty much raised in that church, you know what I mean? I loved it. But then I got to a certain age where I was like I felt like they were saying, like, you know, if something if you're going through something, pray about it. Pray about it, pray about it. And I was like, prayer doesn't work without hard work as well. I agree. And I, I, I always, yeah. every time I have that conversation, they're like, oh, if somebody has to make a hard yeah. choice, you have to do this. Like, you have anxiety, you have depression, pray on it. Pray yes, on it. Yeah. that is that is fine. But yeah. God also calls you to, like, use what's in your hand. Use the therapists that are in your area. Use the people he puts in your life to help you. Like, don't just pray and say nothing yeah. to someone. Like, you don't, like, what someone really told me that I really like, you don't have to tell everyone your business, but tell someone. Yeah. And, like, work work That's and work point. and work with them and yeah. work through it like prayer yes is important but like you need work you need yeah. like action you need to make steps to get from point a to point b yeah i felt i felt like it was like guiding maybe i misinterpreted what they were saying but like i felt like it was like guiding people to just like put it in god's hand and let it be what it is yeah and it's and like i some can't people are like that yeah 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 and you know what I would never turn a blind eye to people who are like that because mm-hmm. their faith is so strong that I actually find value in that faith. Like you take the time to believe in something so strong and this is what gets you through life. I and mean, like legit before this, me and my dad were talking and we were talking like, you know, religion and, and how that affects people and like how it just gives like people like, you know, why do you think even like when I saw a podcast, they were talking about like, why does religion even exist? Like it was really mm-hmm. like the construction to like, make people be good people it was like if you do good deeds you'll go to heaven so it's like people being good people um but i just felt like there's some times where we take the exact words of what what is said and we make it an outlandish way of what someone said and like we're like i'm gonna follow this to the t and do exactly as they say what qualifies as a good person to you like what does that mean when, when, I, when I think about a good person, I think about someone who cares about humanity as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who cares about, like, the, their neighbor. Like, they don't look at it like like a tribalism mentality of, like, me against you. But I look at it as, like, how can I help the other person? Like, I don't think of it as, like, just an action. Like, a good person isn't just an action. A good person actually owns up to their mistakes. A good person makes these mistakes and says, you know what? I made a mistake. How can I learn from these mistakes and then mm-hmm. teach others, you know, how to, like, not to make that mistake? And I look at, like, educators. Educators don't know everything, but they're able to educate those and be like, yo, I can help you and i'm giving back to you and i look at it just like a, a like a giving back have you ever seen those corny ass commercials when like you pass something kind to another person and it continues yeah. and continues and continues i look at it like that how do you define like a, a good person i really think it has to be someone's like heart posture i really think it's not a mixture of it has to be a mixture of like good intentions genuine yeah and it has to be like not for self-gain like you are selflessly making these decisions for people you are selflessly giving yeah and you are not you are not giving things to people you're not doing things for people just to for a full circle moment for it to come back to you yeah I, that's that's exactly what it is I, you're not yeah. looking you're not doing it and looking to receive something from it because mm-hmm. that's that's like when I, I hate when I see like um and you know like I used to go at it with my frat like when we would do things like giving back to the homeless and I'm like yo get a picture and I was like no it defeats the point a yeah, little bit I was just like, like when you see those videos of people recording giving homeless people yeah stuff, yeah it's so stupid I I um like when I see YouTubers do that I kind of I get it when it's something extreme like they're giving them a house and like you know they're they're literally changing their life mm-hmm. not giving someone a hundred dollars. 
like for me like that to me I, I don't value that so like when i would i was really conflicted with that like like and i had these talks with my friend and i was like yo guys i get that we need proof that we did something but mm-hmm. how about we take the pictures at our house when we're making the food and do things like that not me in the streets giving someone something like to me it's just like now we're like um like i don't know we're putting we're making like a poster like it's like yo look at me like i did something great and i just can't rock with that that's just not who i am at least ask permission to I yeah think that's important because some people just like record people yeah yeah that messed my whole track whatever uh but so like like we were going on the path of like you know oh what i was saying with the homeless like when i, I just saw something was like don't you know how we go and like we'll make like pb and j's or mm-hmm. you know we'll have these options it's like stop going with one option and not feeling like they have the opportunity to do something for themselves so like in like and i saw that and i was like that's so true like when we go we just give them something like here take this like you don't have anything um but like when me and like my girl and her family and her mom she'll make like chicken and pork so when we go and like we'll just set up shop on our own like we'll just go to a train station in camden mm-hmm. and just start giving out stuff and we're like yo what do you want chicken or, or, or pork so you're giving them the opinion of like yo like they are still human they still have like yeah. opinions of what they like and what they don't want it's not just just give it to them um but then going off that topic you know we had these topics on like religion and then we had these topics on like gender and gender roles and and, and things of that nature um and i i don't look at myself as being machismo Go ahead. What were you going to say? Share your opinion on gender roles. I'm just... Because I've heard it before. Yeah. I feel like I, I forget what the hell I said. Um, <laughs> it's, a very, it's a hot take. I forget what I said. What did I say? Um, We were talking about, like, the roles for, like, men and women in a relationship. Okay. And I think you're... I don't know. But you were talking about, like, when you're in a relationship, the, the female yeah. should be doing specific things. And the male... Oh, Should no. we do it? <laughs> You're not about to make me look like I'm a chismo here. <laughs> what does that mean? No, my chismo is like a macho man, like the like stuff like that. Uh, um, I definitely am not a macho man, but what I do. Oh, we know that you're like high <laughs> me. But what what I did say is like, yo, like I feel like the gender role, like the fight against gender roles. That's what it was. Mm, like okay. the fight against gender roles Feminism? has it... taken, yeah, like with okay. the feminists, right? Has taken the the like the value out of certain things of a man Mm. and when i look at it like this like so in the roles of like what a man and a woman does Mm -hmm. i do not i do not condone a woman sitting in the kitchen hand feeding their man and stuff like that no way shape or form no way shape like like you know like the man is sitting at the table and the woman comes and gives him food nope i don't believe in that what i do believe in is like yo we establish our own rules of how we construct our own house. So, oh, I 100% agree. Yeah, so, like, if I come home and I do these certain things, like, if I come home first, maybe I can prep the dinner, we cook it together, or I straighten the house up, or you do your part. It's just an even exchange. But what I do feel like the feminist movement has done is taken it to where, like, uh, I fucking forget exactly what, what I said, because I know we sat there <laughs> for, like, two hours discussing this. Uh, it's, like though the feminist movement they make males feel like hot garbage sometimes yeah but yeah. that's i feel like that's what fucking much on men too but it's like the the women is like yo like you're not about to just do this this and it's like yo we're not we as men we don't mm. have this brain going into it like i'm treating different because you're a woman yeah i, agree. I can't speak for all men I'm i agree i really think sometimes when I, I don't like feminists who, like, when a woman decides to do something for a male or do something for their significant other, they get attacked. Yeah. Like, that's a choice. Like, if I if, if I want to cook dinner, yeah. that is my personal choice. It yeah. does not mean I'm less than. Yeah. It does not mean I'm doing other. Like, it doesn't mean I'm, like, in fear in the relationship. It's yeah. a choice I'm making that mm-hmm. I want to do. And some people need to do be able to do that and i really yeah. think some people like the extremists go too far yeah like your your relationship is your own and if you want to do something that's traditionally women yeah then, then do it yeah i don't think i don't think i have this perspective of like you know like all right like there'll be times where like i'm we're speaking with someone who's like a feminist right mm-hmm. and you're like no like you're like don't look at me like less than or something like that and it's like yo you're getting to the point of like here's a prime example when i worked at dunkin donuts I was making coffee, right? It was packed. It was a morning morning. It was a crazy morning. And, like, this one dude had, like, she ordered, she was, like, a caramel mocha, like, all this extra shit in it, right? And this dude ordered a medium black coffee. So I, I looked at the screen. I was like, all right, I can get this out. 
and gave it to him quick, right? And he was before her. So then I came and I got her stuff. Mind you, uh, you could tell that she was a lesbian or whatever she considered herself as because, mm-hmm. you know, just just from her, I'm just judging from her appearance. I am judging her. But she was like, why'd you give it to him first? It's because he's a man. Yo. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, I would that wouldn't even cross my fucking mind. Like, I'm going to treat him better than you because he's a man. And I think right there, that's the problem. I think as humans, we need to give other people the benefit yeah. of the doubt more. Hell yeah. Like, not everyone is trying to do something exactly, or say something bro. to hurt you. And I really, really think if you just, like, it, just assume people have good intentions. Good intentions, bro. Until proven otherwise. Yeah. And that's why, like, my take on the feminist is like, yo. Some feminists scare the fuck they out of me. They just assume you have bad intentions. Yeah, like yeah. they they scare because I'm just like, I've never scared of a strong woman. I love mm-hmm. to see strong women. That's that's just that that has always been around me in my entire life is strong women, right? But they're my family, my mom, my girl. Every every single woman mm-hmm. that has been in my life is a strong woman, right? My mom. And then when I look at it, and I'm like, I feel like there's there's feminists out there that are just tearing down the man, mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, you we don't need men to do this. We don't need men to be that. We don't need men to do these certain things. But it's like if we're in the fucking airport and your baggage is all the way up there, who are you looking to help you? When there's certain things that's like you know, yeah, and, like, and I had these things. I had these talks with my girl, and she was like, I hate these because someone was talking who was like a mad machismo man. And he was like, yeah, uh, women don't have um, as hard job as men. Like they don't work these jobs, right? And I was conflicted. I'm just like. I feel like they don't. Like, you see a lot of men with these dangerous jobs and construction and doing these sort okay. of things. Um, yeah. Okay. One, the cherry picking. That's what's happening. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, the cherry picking. Like, I 100%. I'm 4'11". If I'm at a grocery store and I can't read exactly. something, I'll be like, yo. Or, because I don't really see really tall girls around. I don't really yeah. care. I just, yeah. I just, um. Yeah, you're right. When you just need help. But. I feel like that's because of history. Like, you see guys, more males doing these super hard jobs because yeah. that's how it started. Yeah. No, you're right. But, like, I think as, um, I don't know. I, I just, I think they're they're becoming more diverse with mm-hmm. more, yeah, yeah. Um, no, with other genders. But I do think it, yeah, you're right. Like, I, I really don't know how to I fucking wish I remember it. what my hot take was on feminism. Because it was definitely a hot take, but it was, like, to the point of, like, I just feel like it's Did you ter- say they're, like, ruining relationships? I feel like, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, you said I, maybe I don't remember. Like, it's like but, like, I, I feel like it is because it's, like, it creates this woman, right? Mm-hmm. Who And I'm not talking about all women. Don't I'm not talking about everyone. <laughs> but, like, I feel like it creates this woman, right? Yeah. Who is so strong in her ways and stuck in her ways mm-hmm. that when even just another counterpart, let's just say it's another, even if you date another female or male, it doesn't matter. But you don't, you can't even be in a relationship with someone else because now you're such at the point where like, I'm the leader. It makes it to the point of like, I'm ruling this relationship. I'm in charge. And anything mm-hmm. you say or do, I'm against it because I'm in charge. Yeah. Like there, there shouldn't be a struggle for who's in charge. In exactly. Exactly. Like, I, I don't think there, if it's a healthy relationship, yeah. I don't think there should be a leader and like a follower. No. If your relationship is truly healthy, it should be like an equal partnership. Like hundred percent throughout. I, if 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 I feel like if in your relationship and you're fighting for like who's running this weekend, who's ruling this time, and then this you need that. to reevaluate that relationship because it's or definitely re- not healthy. Not even the relationship. Evaluate yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be in a relationship looking like. Oh, let's see. How could I get her to do this or manipulate and stuff like that, like to get my way? If it's just not, if it's not right, then be out, bro. Like you need to look at yourself as well. Exactly. Two halves don't make a whole. You need two whole people to have a functioning relationship. Exactly, bro. And if you are insecure and like you are subconsciously taking out on the other person, then there has to be. But then I also look at like myself as a man, right? Like I'm Mm -hmm. like, all right, where do I have these machismo values that like lay within, right? Like Mm -hmm. that, I'm like. Okay, what do I do as a man? And I'm like, all right, my girl is to take care of me, and I'm not to reciprocate these in some manners, right? Mm-hmm. Like for for me and Cat, she'll cook, right? Like I, but it's not like to the point where I'm just like, yo, you cook, I don't cook. It's I like you your don't food really know more. How to cook. I cook spaghetti and <laughs> you know, like fucking recipes, right? turkey burgers and, <laughs> and stuff like, the like little that. Quesadilla thing. Yeah, the quesadilla shit. I haven't made those in a while. Um, but like, you know what I mean? And I was just looking at her and I'm like, yo, I like the way you cook. Like, I'll help you cook, but I like your Mm -hmm. cooking. But then I'm like, I would be upstairs while she's downstairs cooking. And it's like, call me when the food's ready. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yo, that's mad machismo. That's, let me know when my food is ready that you cook for me and not me sitting there helping you. You know what I mean? It it depends because I personally don't like anyone in the kitchen 
if I'm cooking. I'm, yeah, you're right. It depends. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Because like, my girl hates it if I'm not in the kitchen while she's cooking. Okay, that's fair. So yeah. if that's an expectation you set for your relationship. Yeah. That's fine. But I wouldn't necessarily look at it as something super masculine unless you're just like, I'm just yeah. gonna, It's her job to cook. Yeah, yeah. But then I do find that, like, you know, this fight for, like, women, right? For women mm-hmm. in, in, in the working world. And... You know, when I look at higher education, I feel like, at least just from what I'm looking at, in both experiences where I've been in, I feel like I've seen women in a lot of those roles in higher ed. Yeah, because we're superior. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> because, like, most, uh, if you look at even the population of colleges, it's usually more females, females than yeah. Um, yeah. male. But I only think because that's, like, if you, there are, there are genuine, genuine traits that males and females have. Yeah. That are different. Yeah. So guys are, they don't most, um, like it's just not stereotypical, but like guys don't have the same amount of patience as most females do. Yeah. And being in those positions, you need a lot of patience. Yeah. And you need a lot of strategy to like move and yeah. maneuver throughout. Yeah. I, I, I agree, but I feel like there's still like some some discrepancies within that but i look at higher ed you know and i see like when people complain about like you know women in these roles and i'm like mm-hmm. yo that's all i have experience in higher education in my field yeah but then i do still see like yo there's a lacking there's still like a you know a lot of directors let's look at directors and presidents of universities yeah, so like that. we're missing those leaderships right and those, those roles um just like white males old white old men white are men like <laughs> yeah and i was like yo like I'm conflicted with, like, when I see, like, you know, a woman fight for, for wanting to be in those positions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, like, in my field, I don't see that. Like, I don't, I see women in those roles. I don't want those <laughs> You know. Personally, like, and especially in higher education, because the further you get up the ladder, like, the farther away from students you get. Yeah. And it's just all political. Like, I have no. You don't want to be in those roles? I have no, um like, the highest, I think I, like. I don't think I ever want to be a president, but like, like Dina students, probably the highest I'm willing to go because oh, like, no. it just gets political after that. And I'm just, I feel like not for me. My goal is to be a university president. And like, that's something like, you remember we were, we were in um, Heather's class and like, yeah. what's her name came in? Um, the president of UMES. She was great. She was amazing, but she mm-hmm. like legit. I was like, who in here has ever said like, you know, I'm going to school cause I want to become a university president. Like raise your hand. She was like, probably no one. And I was nope. like, Malik, that's the first thing. That's probably <laughs> one of the first things you've ever said. Like, before i knew you yeah. you're like this is my goal and yeah like, okay yeah like that's what I, because i look at that like because of i, I would say probably because of my rowan like rowan my university mm-hmm. president um he was so for the students and he made his way for the students like yeah. he made sure he gave back and he kept in touch with the students he didn't disappear from the students like he was always on the ground and he was on like he was working really hard and i was like yo this is the path i can take to actually make a difference for students. I can make a difference for my students. When you're at the director position and dean of students, you know, you have a little bit of clout. You can mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, get some pool, get some money here. But as a university president, you don't have much money you can give back to but those students. so many other factors factor in. Like, it, 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 in, in your way, it sounds easy, but oh, then you yeah, have to think course. about, like, the of reputation, course. the yeah. image. You can't do anything yeah. without someone, like, saying you yeah. did this. Yeah. No, that's, that's You're going to end up in one of, um, one of our professor's slideshows if you do something messed up what are you talking about um and within that uh what's that called uh crisis management how did he handle this crisis and he's gonna be like we handle this crisis yeah you just uh, the further you get in like a leadership position you literally just become a case study people just yeah yeah use you to like critique everything okay so then you know we when in, in higher education you know that i've it's so fun like everyone that has been on this has been like higher ed or went to college and I spoke about this in, like, one of the past episodes. I was like, yo, I don't want this podcast to make people believe that you have to be successful by going to college. Oh, no. College is a scam. Yeah. I, I, exactly, I, I have bro. two degrees. And I'm just like, bro, one, I don't need a degree. We don't need a degree. Any if, like, it's literally a piece of paper. We would not need a degree to do what we do. Yeah. Or to, uh, like, get to where we want. But, like, people want to see it as like a, a ticket to ride like yeah. essentially that's literally yeah. what it is they want to see that you did it and you yeah. can do it and you just do whatever you're capable of like yeah. you use your abilities and your skills that you acquired through life more yeah. than you do anything we've learned mm-hmm. in the classroom yep but like what like i was saying like um i believe that like a lot of it what we learned was outside the classroom 100 percent. like all of it like you know what i mean like those issues that we had to learn how to maneuver through like okay how do i handle this and that mm-hmm. um but I, I believe that 
it was a time, and when I look at higher ed, I'm like, did I feel welcome? Did, did you always feel like, all right, I'm welcome in these spaces? Definitely not. Yeah. And, and like, I'm a black female. Like, there's yeah. going to be very few occasions yeah. where it's going to be like, ooh, yay, 100% yeah. accepting. Yeah. Um, Several people still couldn't spell my name. I can't spell your name. By the time sure. I left. Yeah, I, I know. But at least you're honest about it. Like, yeah. you straight up told me one time, like, I don't know how to spell your name. Yeah. And yeah. that was that. But some people really try and they're just like, eh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I, I, I feel like when we went to grad school, you know, I, was, I had this perception of school of, like, I felt so comfortable at Rowan. I was like, this mm-hmm. is probably what it's like. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I would say I wasn't, I wasn't in a utopia, but I was almost there in the utopia of like, you know, I still went through my hardships, but I knew everyone. I knew the way of the land yeah, and stuff like that. Being black is like a double-edged sword. Yeah. Like it's a hundred percent. Cause like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like a lot of times when you're growing up, you like hate, like you would not hate, but like there's a lot of so much negativity when it comes to being black. But then when you are in these spaces, when you're like with other black people and with each other, it's just like the best time ever. Yeah, it is. Like it there's is. nothing like yeah. I told my friend the other day who's white and said, you really need to like experience a time with black people like once a month. Yeah. Like just a, <laughs> just a group of black people because it's a whole different yeah. experience. Like everyone loves each other. Yeah. It's like this community driven situation. Yeah. It's great. Because, you know, why we all go for traumas that like we talk about yeah, our traumas we, of being we share yeah mutual we, sh- traumas. we shared mutual traumas and it was it was amazing to see that like you know we, we talk about like Rowan. we always talk about it's a black and a white Rowan, and mm, Rowan is majority yeah. white but it was like we were in a utopia of like yo we all loved each other like we all were like most of the people were like we were in our own bubble so when i came to salisbury i was like holy shit bro like i'm away from life that i even know bro yeah, it's, crazy. it's a totally different thing and i feel like you have to go through that you have mm-hmm. to experience those things because and this is one of the things like in a job interview they always ask me you guys can take this, this is good something good to use when they talk about like you know diversity mm-hmm. and they always talk about diversity and we always talk about like you know white people need to become more diverse in their experiences but i say in the same token i was like we need to as as minorities we need to become 100 percent more diverse in what we experience what we go through because that can open our eyes to so much shit yeah. that's out there so and much it also helps you develop an appreciation for like our culture yeah and like it really does like not being around it so much yeah. it helps you develop an appreciation and it helps you want to inform other people about the positive traits exactly, of where you bro. come from yeah exactly and i was looking at it like okay i'm in salisbury i'm away from a fucking city that i can go to and like get if i ever need that like all right i need some like I need to get out and go. There was D.C., but I, I can tell you I never went to D.C. when I was in Maryland. The entire time <laughs> I was there. It's a long drive. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'd rather go back home because yeah, it's two and a half hours to get there. Um, but I was just like, yo, what can I gain from this time here? Mm-hmm. Like, what can I actually take away with me that's going to have a lifelong like impression on me? Mm-hmm. And I can't say it was it was a negative. It was a negative experience because like, I took the time like after we left. I was like, yo, let me like, let me think on like what I went through. And like, it's a it negative positive. That's why. That's how I look at it. It was. It was rough. I'm not gonna lie. And I am. I thrive in different situations. Yeah. But like, that first year could have been thrown away. Like year one, I could have threw it away, and it would have been fine. I would have yeah. went about my life without yeah. it. The second year was a lot better, especially. I don't know. It, overall, if I reevaluate it and I chose, a, I would choose a different grad school you I would think, yeah i feel like uh me and some of the rds we talked about this and they were like i wouldn't do it any other way and i feel the same way really? i think i wouldn't have done it any other way i would have wished it was a little bit easier uh on me but i wouldn't have done it any other way man it wasn't it wasn't what what part of it like i think my um, my bigger th- i wasn't really challenged in like the academic classes oh shit! Uh- <laughs> you don't want to go off on that with me <laughs> I don't, I don't, and I like, and like, um, the work part I thought was, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think it could have been better. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I think I grew a lot. So I, I, I withdraw my answer. That is incorrect. I think I have grown more in the last year than yeah, like right? my yeah. other four years of college. Yeah. Those two years feel like you put eight years into two. Exactly. Right? Like, cause it, it pushes you to a point where you have to be flexible. You have yeah. to be adaptable. You have to change. Pivot, man. Pivot. 
That's the word of the streets, bro. And it also shows you the different kind of people that are going to exist in the world. Yeah. You saw all you saw the really nice people, the genuine people. You saw the really shady, manipulative people. Like it. I felt like Salisbury had was probably like there. It was a lot of nice people. It was yeah. a like a lot of nice people. Mm -hmm. But then when you go down to the student population, I couldn't do that, bro. Like those students to me were just it was. I didn't. I don't think I had. Um, I had positive interactions with my students in, mm -hmm. in in Chester, but I think I dealt with a lot of like you know rough interactions with students that just didn't. It's a different generation, you know what I mean? But yeah, the entitlement of some of the students was out of. I was like, is this at this every? Is this just at Salisbury or is this at every school? But Yo, everyone was saying every this. place I interviewed. I literally they asked me to describe like Salisbury my experience there, and I always say like there is no place on this earth like the eastern shore yeah that uh, take it how you want it but there is yeah. no location in existence yeah. like that place it's damn near florida up here <laughs> but I, I was thinking you know like how can i take like what can i take away from this that will mm -hmm. actually have a long listening impact on me and i truly found value in like the shit i went through like yeah uh, i i can honestly say that i had to i had to work harder than any fucking one else I and agree. it's not because of like you know extra shit came on to me it was like yo shit wasn't given to me shit wasn't never handed I agree. to me i think of every every single one of us you got the short end of like all the sticks all the sticks <laughs> <laughs> and you know like I, in, in the moment it was like it was funny because in the second year when we were talking to one of ADs and I was there like, how you feeling, Lincoln? I was like, I'm just, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to, you know, flourish somewhere else. Like, you know, spread my wings a little more. Mm -hmm. And she she was talking to me and we were like, you luckily you were there. And I was like, I'm, I'm not a complainer. And she was like, yeah. you're not a complainer. And I was like, you guys are my, like, you know, my space to where I share these thoughts with, yeah. right? But, like, when I go into the field, you'll never see me complain about something I have to do. Exactly. I'll get it done. But like, I was like, to you guys, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to fucking complain. Yeah, that's the, and that's why I don't like. I think it's important to have those personal relationships with the yeah. professional ones. Yeah. And you need a place, like, at wherever you work to yeah. feel, like, safe and comfortable to express your concerns. It's important it's that you f make sure it's you healthy. find the right person. You have to find the right person for that because you yeah. don't want someone that you think you can find it, but it's a whistleblower and going back to the, yeah. to the leads. So find that right person. Allow them first. This is what I do. I allow them first to bitch at me. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I have something on you, nah. so I know you're not going to go and say something on me. That's how I go about it. Don't be the whistleblower. I no. hate it. Like, give people enough trust in you to, like, yeah. have them be able yeah. to, like, vent. Like, And I feel like it made me, it pushed me to be able to grow in any space. Like, because I was so comfortable at Rowan mm -hmm. and, like, I learned that, like, you know, if I walked into any office, I was comfortable, like, at mm -hmm. Salisbury. You know, I was, like, I was able to walk into any space. I'm like, hey, how you doing? My name is Malik Howard, da, da, da. Like, it helped me develop that comfortability with, like, if I was in a role with, like, when I when the Roman president would walk into a room and I was with him and we were in a meeting, mm -hmm. I would get a little bit tense. Like, I was a little tenser. At Salisbury, I was like, I could walk into a room. It could be the dean of students. It could be anyone. It could be Wallace or anything. And I would just be, I was comfortable. Like, I was, like, I know I'm here to do a job, but I'm mm -hmm. also here to, like, Spread my wings and give my opinions on things, no matter yeah, what my role is. I agree, and I think that's the best that that's the best way to be. Like you should yeah. be one hundred percent yourself, yeah. no matter where you go. Yeah, because like if you know you have like the skills to do something, mm -hmm. don't be like completely ratchet or yeah, disrespectful, exactly, but like exactly. be who you are. Yeah, I think I think that's what helped me build such a. I wouldn't say I had the closest relationship, but I I got I got closer with that that staff and that mm -hmm. and, and that's some advice I would give out. You know those pro staff members, those leaders who are the directors like that, they're directors, but lean on them. You know, take yeah. the time to actually like feel comfortable talking to them. You don't want to have to knock on the door and be like, hey, I don't want to bother you. I'm sorry. Like, no, I gotta be like, yo, what's going on? Like, I have a question for you. Is it, are you like, mm -hmm. I have to be comfortable with that. I have to get to that yeah. point with you. And I felt like I had that with everyone in that office. Like, mm -hmm. I felt comfortable doing that, and they did that too. They were really welcoming in those perspectives. And it, it started right away. And I think that was one of the probably, like, things I could take away with, like, okay, an atmosphere that I'm willing to work in and, mm -hmm. and learn from. It was those. It was those experiences. I learned of, like, how do I run a staff? Because that first year staff to my half a second year is totally different. And it was like, yo, I have to learn my style of leadership. We yeah. could all say, yo, I'm this type of leader, da da da. Nope, and I reevaluate. I scrapped my initial leadership style after my first year. I and scrapped we're, it completely. And even taking game from other RDs, like I would, like we would sit there and talk, and I'm like, can you just a certain way? And I'm like, yo, can you, you gotta like stop, bro? Like, yeah, I was known down. as like just the bitch. Yeah, I was, and I was totally, and I, and I owned it after a while. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'll, I'll be the bitch. Yeah. I don't care. 
And there, but but we went off each other. Like even when I was making mistakes, yeah. like Malik, you have to do it this way. I'm like, all right, I got like you. Like when bro. you were about to go off on some people at like lunch, I yeah, I yeah. always said like, calm down, take a step yeah, back because it's not things. worth it. Like yeah. it's not worth it. Sometimes. There were certain there were certain times. It's always had able to, important to have that one relationship with that person. And if you would have told me in the first year to the second year, if we would got that close, it was crazy how close yeah. we got in that second year. Because honestly, I don't think I would have been able to get through fucking grad school if I didn't have the system of you and like pushing me in the classroom and right. outside the classroom because in the classroom again i say i had to work harder than anyone like in both perspectives you said weekly how you wanted to quit yeah like, that the yeah. whole like last three months you're like i'm about to leave i'm like yeah. no you're not yeah, yeah yeah and it was just i was just fed up i think i was fed up with everything like, yeah i was just in a bad it's space a and i think that's my biggest thing is like yo you don't want to work somewhere where like your mentality is fucking triggered every day 100 like every day you have to walk to a space you're like oh my gosh bro i don't want to wake up and get out of bed right now so i don't want to deal with this shit and yeah. i got to that point and that's like and i'm not that person like i'm not that person mm-hmm. who, like I, I love to wake up and go do what i love to do like if i can do what i love to do bro i'm fucking up at six and where i'm ready to go and, and let's get after and that's how i am like when i'm with the ras i love mm-hmm. getting able to sit there and just be with the ras if i could do that for 24 7 that, that that would be my I could deal with RA shit all day fucking long, but when it comes to the residents and then politics and then all this other bullshit, take that how you wish. <laughs> I can't do that, bro. I I agree. I think it was a lot, and I really think that's what because I was ready to quit after my first year, and I'm. But um, I really really think you need to build those relationships yeah. to help keep you yeah. in a place if you don't have them you're just you're screwed i talked about it with damien uh when, when he was on um go check that episode out as well and we talked about like yo that first year that transition for me was like yo i'm i'm gonna be done and i was talking about the instance where like i, I walked to fox's class mm-hmm. and like that day i was like i want to drop out like not even quit fuck me and already i was like i want to drop out of college research yeah intro to research and i was walking into his class right and I told the story as well. And when I walked in, it was just me. I forget her name. That went out to lunch with us and Wagner. Um, Jesse. Jesse. Mm-hmm. And Jesse was in the class. It was me and Jesse. And I'm walking. I'm like, I can't fucking do this, bro. I can't do this shit. Like, I was like, I'm over this, bro. I'm so mm-hmm. done. And I walk into class. And then he canceled class like two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. So it was like no in person for two weeks. I was just like, fuck, bro. Look, look at me. Like, I was ready to quit. And like, I, you know what I mean? And like, it gave me a break. But I, I met that wall. I met that wall. My first paper's 100%. getting turned in, and I got a, a D on that first paper. And I was the ever first ever D I've gotten in like college period. So I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is the real deal." And I feel like I grew yeah. so much within that time. But it was the, those around but that me. That was like your hardest class. Like from from when um, I started talking to you about like classes and stuff like that, because I think that was like the worst period for you. Oh my because God. I think you thrived very well. Even if you didn't see it, you yeah. did better in every other class. So yeah. All our professors loved you. Yeah. You had the discussion down pack. It was just the writing. Your, your whole thing was just the writing. I still got to be at the end of this shit. Get over it. You got to <laughs> let it go. I don't know. I might have to hit her up. Um, <laughs> oh, but... I'm going to. She needs to fill out one of these recommendations oh, yeah? for me. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Um, I'm trying to think. If Was there... Any takeaways? I think there was a lot of, like, when I look back, I don't want to sit here and be, like, a negative Nancy. There was, mm-hmm. of course, everyone could talk about, like, you know, the negative shit that went down mm-hmm. and, and shit like that. Yeah. But I just am grateful for the opportunity of what I've learned because I truly felt like when I was, like, questioning, like, yo, do I have the professional development from this place? Oh, fuck yeah, I got that shit I within agree. the last year. Um, I have a lot of critiques. I think I would have more critiques than you because I generally want to go into – res life like long term and i do hell no you're a special person bro (laughs) i do have critiques but i think i would change the people (laughs) yeah maybe yeah i feel you i feel you're saying but i don't know i could take away and just and just have a positive spin on on everything i agree i I think every experience in life in general has a benefit yeah i think it was we were there at the time we needed to be there yeah we grew and we learned and of course, COVID came. I feel like that, like shit, like that only happens to COVID me. COVID screwed your whole life. Over. Yeah, Co- like, COVID can only happen to me, bro. You more than anyone. But then at the same time, I was like, I can't sit here and be negative because my family's well, everyone's mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Like we still have a job compared to a lot of people who lost their jobs. So yeah, you know. But it was just a way certain people went about addressing us, and it was it was pretty like 
again, genuine. We talk about things being genuine, mm-hmm. right? And that's what I feel like a good person is. If you're genuine and you're being someone who's true to themselves and treating people like such and not holding like there's a, a picking ladder. I feel like even if I am the president of university, I am not above any fucking person. Yeah. And that's how I treat myself. It's I'm even as an RD, you know, as an RD, and maybe that was my downfall the first year is like, yo, I'm just a heightened RA. In my eye, that's all I am to you guys. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm just your leader. I'm just here mm-hmm. to help you guys lead. And that's it. And I don't look at myself as this person, but I, I'm someone you guys can rely on. Yeah. And that's how I want to take it when I go into these roles. And I, I learned to to carry that with myself as yeah. well. Yeah, that's, uh, that's when, when I became an RA. Um, and just before I decided to go into res life, my supervisor, who's, like, one of my closest friends now, she said, I would never ask you to do anything I haven't done or I'm not willing to do myself. Exactly, bro. And I think that's just the mentality I took with me throughout my career path because that's that that's what kind of leader people want to lead yeah yeah and i i think i learned so much from my rds because of that too like mm-hmm. i had an rd who taught me both of all of them have taught me so much like you know like one of my rds taught me like you know once you get something they ask you to do something just do it and don't mm-hmm. put it push it back because that will build shit up took that with me like yo i gotta get done if i get it i'm like the first one to finish it and try, try yeah, to hurry and get it done. You did, that was you with all class work yeah it was like i just gotta get it done so it doesn't pile up <laughs> I, I tried so hard yeah but, but you learn your styles and then it was like I'm all right as an r as an rd how can i do that as an rd i was like yo i'm not going to make you guys do something last minute if it's last minute when i was an ra nothing would piss us off more than when like central would give the rd something to give to the ra so i was like if this is this something i can do and even though it puts more on my plate it's like yo they didn't sign up for that i signed up for this they didn't sign up for that Mm -hmm. so it's like i'll go and do it my fucking self rather than make and do something so i always kept that within like yo if something is like crazy and i need you guys help i'll ask for it but if it's last minute shit i'll either say like yo they're gonna do it it's gonna be coming later than later than what you guys expect but i'm gonna try to get it done as soon as possible because i'm not gonna do that to my re's like they have a full-time schedule as well um, but it's just learning, right? It's just learning your own leadership styles and, and how you want to take it. Um, damn, this, man. This, this took a pivot. Look at this. What did she put there? This book. It says the female persuasion. You see, she snuck some female hierarchy fucking books into his bookcase. Cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it. I really, going off of that, I really think it's important for gender roles. They're, they're. It's a whole idea. There are certain traits that women are designed to do, and there are certain traits that men are. Wait, so you're saying you believe in gender roles? To an extent, I okay. To 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 an extent, I'm not, and this is not has nothing to do with me being religious. Okay. Um, to an extent, like I I think like even if you study female, like in class, like women are more designed to show care. Like they are, they are pushed by care and like compassion. And that, that's why um, most women are, like, natural, like, caretakers when it comes to children. Yeah. Like, we're really motivated by care and concern. Yeah, yeah. Like, and males are more, like, action-based. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're not, like, I don't want to say spontaneous, but they're more, like, they're already in go mode. Yeah, yeah. They don't always necessarily think things through. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think women and males, like, um, are supposed to compliment each other. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, other women compliment each other and other males compliment each other. Like, I think they're supposed to be designed to compliment yeah, each other. Yeah. But I don't think... Okay, so then... I'm not saying there are certain jobs men should be doing. That's not what I'm saying. Uh-huh, no, no, I absolutely. think everyone can do anything, but, yeah. like... But, okay, so then on that point, like, within general roles, you know how women, like, they'll, like you say, like, they'll put more time into thinking and all mm-hmm. those things. Okay, so then when a man says, you know, women live off of emotions, they breed and live off of emotions. And I feel like at times, like, I agree with that. You know me personally, and I am all about emotions yeah. all the time. Like, yeah. I don't think emotions are a bad thing. And I think a lot of times people see emotions as a bad yeah. thing. I feel so, like it, it is, though. To to live off of emotions. What? To live That's, off of emotions. Why? Because that, that, okay, so then when you're living off of emotions, you know, like mm-hmm. you're not, in those instances, you're truly not taking the time to process things. You're reacting first and you're going. And those are moments when you were RD and I'll be like, Khadija, chill out. Yeah, like you're going off of like you're at a high tilt right now. I, but that who i am i will respond first and then i'll think about the exactly that's that's that's, that is not always that's awfully emotion yeah i know and i i 
I think at times it could be really bad to live off of emotion. I think sometimes it can be bad to strategize everything. I think there are certain instances that cause for an immediate reaction. <laughs> I really, I truly do. I don't agree. I, there's no, not every situation needs you to think about things for hours. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying take it three more times of your personal thought. Because your first thought always isn't the right thought to, to give out. I think sometimes it is. You see, that's the problem. You see, your emotion, your emotions take over. <laughs> I think sometimes it is. I think sometimes, especially if you're dealing with people, emotions are, are, are okay. Whoa, no. I, okay, I completely disagree. Okay, explain. Because in those moments, okay, if I'm dealing with uh, someone, right, and they're going off and they're having this own tangent, right, mm-hmm. how do I deal with handling the situation? I can go off emotions and then we just escalate the situation? No, here's the thing. You can't because you get angry very easily. <laughs> like, when it comes to, like, those, like, with students and stuff and people, like, you get angry. Uh-huh. So I I get why you're saying that. Oh, okay, but okay. It's not everyone. I mean, yeah, it depends on what emotion you jump with first, I guess. Is what, what, what yeah, I was you saying. get super yeah. frustrated if things don't make sense. Yeah, uh, I... I guess you're right. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, there, and there's, there's there's moments where I'm like, if I go off my first thought, I would have knocked this kid the fuck out. So let's go <laughs> off of the fourth thought that I had of like, okay, how can I help this student <laughs> and go about this a certain way? Because I want to knock this. My first thought is to knock this kid the fuck out. So that makes sense for you. Like yeah. I don't I don't have that unless it's something. I do have those instances where like I'm just like I'm gonna punch you in the face. But it's yeah. usually with like upper leadership, never with yeah. like lower people. Yeah, yeah, I I get that. Um. Has there been anything that's on your mind currently? About, like, the state of the world or, like... Anything, anything that's been in your circle that's been affecting you, the world? I just think people need to do better. In general? <laughs> yeah, just, okay. so we just we just, as a whole, need to do better. That's so general. <laughs> like, we just, just need to do better. I don't... I don't uh, that's the... That's the... That is, like, my main point. Do your better. Your take right now, do better? Do better. Like, at any point in life, wherever you are... Yeah. do better i i think um especially with people like i think yeah. of all the main stuff that's going on like just take the time to educate yourself on like all the issues going on in the world yeah and be an active part of it yeah, like yeah. generally if you really care about people if you really want to be a good person if you really care about humanity learn about the different humanity. groups of people yeah yeah I, th- I think right now i think partly what you're saying is like for me like when i look at that take is like go do your job Mm-hmm. And I look at it as like that. It's like, yo, if you're in these positions and you're in this job and you're doing mm-hmm. it, even if you fucking hate it, you still do your job to the best of your ability. Yep. You don't half-ass what you're doing because what you do can have repercussions on someone else you're working with or even more have repercussions on a total stranger that you have no idea who they are. And I feel like nowadays people just aren't doing their part and aren't doing their job. Mm-hmm. And it's affecting so many more people. It's like there's so much BS going on that it's just like, yo, focus on what you're doing. Get the task done. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I've asked this question for the last guest of like what you're thinking. That I, I don't think. I think right now, more for me is not like the worldview, but personally, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is like you know me, my relationship, these next steps, and like what's going on in our relationship, and what do we see as the future, and what's going to happen like down the line oh, in these next couple of years. My personal like thought right now is like debt. 100 percent i uh-huh. in on my car right here i was literally mapping out my debt in my head mm-hmm. and my game plan to pay it off that is my personal thing yeah it's very off topic but that is my personal no. thing that's a head. good topic because we haven't talked about loans on this podcast 100 percent. oh yeah. my goodness yeah. like so first thing i would say well. is don't let a refund check think that uh it's better to get these loans if you don't need a big refund check, don't do it. Do not do something yeah. to yourself People that's like put you in a, yeah. No, take as little as you possibly need. Exactly. If you think okay, I just need to survive with an extra thousand dollars, that's mm-hmm. fine a year if you do that. But taking out you know ten thousand extra so you can have pocket money is nope. not smart at all. Do you not do that. that. Um, but I think in in your instance when I think about paying my loans back, I at first you know I, when we talked, I was like, yo, I'm paying it off in the first year. Yeah, I'm looking to do Is that. Is that still your plan? Yeah, I'm I'm still looking to knock a majority of it out in the first year. Okay. Um, but again, a lot of it is you, you changing. Cereal and air. <laughs> nah, <laughs> uh, yo, we survived off for nine thousand a year in grad school, and I was pretty okay with that. Yeah. Um, but when I look at it, and I'm like, yo, look, look at these loans. Like no the perspective speakers. I can give you is, nah, fuck all that. 
<laughs> I don't know. You and Kat are on the same mindset, bro. Um, for for when it comes to paying your loans, right? Like what, how I was looking at it is like, yo, you're trying to establish a future, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're like, yo, I need to start stacking up. If down the line, you know, you don't have kids. You don't have a significant other right now. You know, you, you're free to do as you please right now with your money. Mm-hmm. So why give a majority of your money to someone who's going to wait 20 years to get it back? So that's the mindset I do have as well. It's like, fuck these people. Why do I have to pay them? Why should I even give them their money back right away? Like, fuck them. Like, they can um, get it slowly but surely. But with I a, don't have that mindset. Yeah, exactly. Me either. But, like, it was paying the interest and yeah. all that shit. It's like, why do that? But it's like, I'll have more money down the line. But, like, do I want to give away 20000 out the gate because I want to pay them off? Or can I use that 20000 instead to save that up to buy a house? Well, there are a lot of places, especially if you work in a um – school or like um depending on what they're yeah where they fall under like you, as long as you pay for like 10 years then you're like debt free yeah I'm about, I'm about to, i think i won't take 10 years that's not the approach i want to take yeah i'm just like i don't want debt for 10 years yeah that just i just can't get my mind behind being in debt for that long but to be honest that's not long we think about yeah, it i know but like, i just we were in college don't. for six years because imagine like once you get married and like that's usually the goal for a lot of people yeah your debt is combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's fair to another person to walk in a relationship and say, hey, I have $50,000 in debt. We're going to pay it off together. So me and Kat then are bad then? Is that what you're saying? I'm doing. I'm setting Kat up for if, failure? If, is that what you're saying? Does Kat not have any debt? No, she has zero. Oh, my. Good for her. <laughs> wow. Yes, you're so setting saying. her up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we have to invest differently. No, no, no. If that's what works for you, I, I just don't want to nah, do that. Yeah, like, no, but, right. but you and Kat also have been together since like the dawn of time. So like, <laughs> you just sort of you like figured that out. We actually can. We came into debt together as we were together. I would say that exactly. <laughs> it's versus like when you're like. When you meet someone new after they've been out of college for five it's, years. Especially, like, okay, in the Christian community, like, people, like, marry each other so quickly. Like, yeah. it blows my mind yeah. how, like, in six months you know you want to marry someone. Well, you know what that is. Because they want to have sex. Yeah. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to. I'm not. Like, I, I've gotten to so many arguments about yeah the expedited marriage process yeah. oh, just yeah. to have sex. Yeah. But, like. You have so much debt. Like, you don't know what you're signing up for. And that's a legal agreement that you are signing up for for life. Yeah. Well, I mean, people know what they're getting themselves into. And they walk into it and they're like, oh, I have all this debt just so you know before I sign this paper. Just so you know. I want, like, I feel like before a a wedding even occurs, like, I want, like, a a spreadsheet of... This man, whoever you end I'm up, accumulated debt because like you're agreeing, you have to make sure you have to be fully aware of what you're walking into. 100, percent and also within like their lifestyle, like the way their lifestyle mm-hmm. is of spending money and their relationship with money in comparison to yours. Because there's still issues me and Cat go through like to this day of like we live different lives of how we value money, how we spend money, and in comparison to one another. Yeah, so, that's why you just stop buying sneakers for like a year. I don't care, bro. It is what it is. <laughs> Um, is there anything you want to hit on that I may have missed? Of money that you imagine how much money you would save. I know how much my sneakers cost altogether. I have a portfolio out. Like in a year, give me give me a ballpoint. No, I'm not saying that number out loud. So someone could come up in here and rob me. <laughs> I'm not gonna have someone come up in here and rob me, or even say that number out loud so my girl cannot talk to me for a week because she's mad of how much money I've actually spent. Oh, she probably knows. Nah, she knows it's a lot of money. She don't know how much. That's all that matters. <laughs> is there anything you uh want to touch on that i may have missed i feel like we had good conversations of gender roles and, and religion yeah. as whole um i think christians need to educate themselves on all issues like race social justice lgbtqia plus yeah and do better i think new school is definitely coming in and i feel like a lot of new new way generations are, are yeah. coming into religion differently though you really have to deconstruct your religious beliefs before you can, like, really yeah. embody them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is there any... Okay, I like to ask my guests before you leave as, like, this is, like, a passion project of mine. And passion no project. matter what, this is going to be documented forever and it will be up there for whoever to see. Um, is there any, like, you know, speaking through fruition, some things that you're looking to achieve within your life and, like, some life goals that you... Wouldn't just put out into that space. Mm-mm-mm. Life goals. I am. I don't know, but like in my 
my life goal. I was like, I'm gonna be de- completely debt free in like five years. That is my my. Oh, life besides goal. money. Khadija. Besides money, I don't know. I want to open up a dog rescue. A dog rescue. That's dope. Yeah. That's so dope. That's yeah. dope. Okay, so we'll put that into existence. In so let's existence. See that, yeah. Give me like ten years. That's so dope. Maybe I'll be a dean of students in five. Jesus, that's dope. <laughs> I'm gonna run something in like two years. That's dope. That's, that's my dope. goal. Let's put that out there. All right, yo. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate. Um, this episode was dope for me. It was very eye opening. And we look at like in those we trust, and like I'm like, yo, people are like, yo, what is it about? Where does it go? And it's like, yo, I don't fucking know. It's it start- a dope idea. It started yeah. off as you know being able to just trust people's opinions, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's kept that. But it's taking its own path and like the trust and and and, mm-hmm. and evaluating people's experiences. And I just want to let it go. I don't, I don't want to overthink things and make it the show and condense it on one little topic, and then we lose track of like all this conversation that we could have had. Um, so thank you guys for supporting. Again, go check out your merch. Follow Khadija on the Instagram. You will love to see her stories, and oh, they will God. keep you mad and treat. Oh, her God. Instagram will be below as well. Um, thank you guys so much. Have a good week and enjoy um, your time. Thank you.